from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thanks for hanging out with us. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today as we talk about your life and your money. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Anne is in Albany, New York. Hi, Anne. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Um, thank you so much for taking my call. I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little nervous here. No problem. Um, okay, so just for a little context, um, my mom passed away six years ago, and I kind of took it upon myself to make sure that my youngest siblings were taken care of um, when it came to, like, meals, grocery shopping, or even just taking them out for fun and just things like that. Um, one of them is already how, how, blown, old, how old are you? Right now I'm 28. Okay. So you were 22. Um, you were 22 when you started this program. And how old are your youngest yeah. siblings? Um, they were 11 and 15. Now they are, <laughs> do the math real quick. Well, so now they would be 17 and, uh, and 21. Okay, so they're almost yeah, so they're almost grown. Now. They're almost grown, and you exactly. kind of became a surrogate mom to them. Um, in a way, um, yeah. I I did, yeah. Um, and I recently started really trying to get out of debt, so I'm in baby step number two. Mm-hmm. And I paid off my car, and I was I found myself thinking I should sell it to pay the rest of my debt before, or like I should sell things around my house and stuff like that. Um, but then I realized I should probably stop doing these things for my youngest sibling, right? My little sister right now. What are you doing and that costs money? What are you doing with her that costs um, money? Um, it's just mostly taking her out to your grocery shopping for her a lot. And She's she 17. Was, Why is she grocery shopping? Was your dad not helping? He He's, he's there. Um, he just works a lot or he... He's married, um, and she lives in Mexico, so he's out of the country a lot as well. He doesn't um, leave money for so, food. Um, some he does sometimes, just not a lot. So I guess I've I've been trying to figure out how to like talk to him about it, and I always find myself not being able to just because I just feel bad, I guess, or I don't want my little sister to think that I think she's a burden for me. No, I don't want to help her. That's not, that's not you. Look, it's, you need to explain to your sister. She's not the issue here, but you going Mm -hmm. to your dad and saying, Hey dad, part of the responsibility, you got to make sure there's money for food. She, you're leaving her for however many weeks on these trips. She doesn't have enough to eat. You need to pony up some cash so there's groceries in dad, the house. Dad, I'll make sure there's groceries in the house, but you're going to pay for them. Yeah. You're the dad. Yeah. Now, you can be a little okay. nicer than that. I don't know, because that that's made a me so- mad. That's a solid message right there. Okay. You know, he, he's not a bad guy. He's just disorganized, and he's got his eye on this woman in Mexico, and he's not paying attention. Okay. Am I right? Yeah, Am I right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Then you just need to call him out. Hey, Dad. You got a 17 year old up here a minor you're supposed to be caring for her needs i'm more than happy to make sure there's groceries in the house you're going to pay for them it's going to be 500 bucks a month you need to leave me 500 dollars a month on my doorstep and i'll take care of the groceries will he do it if you ask if you ask him 
I don't know. I, I'm hoping he will. And see, there, that well, right I, there. He might do it. He might wait a minute. Do it, Why like, don't you know? I what, what, what in his life has indicated he's not going to take care of his daughter? Um, I feel like I've kind of had conversations like this in the past. Not this sternly, but I've been like, hey, like, um, your daughter needs this or that. And he'll be like, okay, I'll do it. And then he'll do it for like a week or two. And then then I'm calling him up and again. going, you remember that part where you said you were going to do it? Where's the freaking $500? You're supposed okay. to take care of your daughter. Okay. That's like his job. Hello. Um, why, why are you yeah. hedging about that? That that's a basic thing. I, th- cause he, he no, yeah, that's I'm not a that. cultural issue. Mm-hmm. This is dad taking care of 17 year old daughter. It's his job to leave money for food. I get that he's in a different stage of his life, and this is the last one getting ready to fly the nest. Great. Got no problem with that. And I got no problem with you stepping up and helping, and that's nice of you to go do the grocery shopping. But for this to be a net cost to you is absurd. Well, he's made it seem because like. Because you're too timid to get in his face a little bit. Yo, Dad, <laughs> 500 bucks. That's how one of my daughters would do it. Yeah, but he's made it okay. seem like them asking for that basic stuff is a burden. Like, I can hear that in your language. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a burden. It's not a yeah. burden. I'm okay reminding okay. him of his moral obligation here. I'm perfectly okay. okay. If you want me to do it, give me his number. I'll call him. I mean, really. <laughs> this, he needs to take care of his dadgum kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is pretty basic, yep. and that's not a cultural thing, and no. that's not a his wife died six years ago thing. This is a, you have a 17-year-old, sir. Take yeah. care of her. Feed her. Put Feed clothes her. on her. Buy her shoes. This is how life works, Bubba. I mean, it's not harder Oof. than this, you know? I mean, and so, yeah, you don't need to be timid about this, Ann. And I don't know, you know, how you talk to him is how we talk to people here on the air. You start nice. And at the point it becomes ineffective, you turn up the directness and the volume. That's right. And so we generally start nice with you, folk, when you yeah. call in here. But if you're not hearing it, we'll we'll work on getting through to you. It's our job because we love you and we're t- we're truth tellers, and we're gonna get through to you. That just that just sticks in my craw, Dave. Like th- she, as a, another one of the siblings, should not have to continually be on dad to do dad things. That makes me mad. It does, but I. I'll give him, I won't give him a pass on the thing, but I can see how he could get there. I mean, he he's kind of coasting off into the next chapter. This is the last one to leave. Yeah. And Anne's been picking up a lot of the emotional care. She has. And, and, uh, and, and so he's kind of moved on, you know, and it's like he forgot. And all he needs is somebody to remind him. I doubt that he's really that bad a guy. He's just, he's a bit absent-minded in this transitional period in his life, is all I'm saying. And now, again, if you call him out and he's not consistently leaving money on the doorstep, then I'm going to call it, I'm going a little yeah. louder, a little I'm, louder. I'm, get, I'm getting inconsistent vibes from Yeah, from that's this. what she, well, yeah. and I don't know, there's probably a lot going on here. There's probably yeah, a lot. I like, think so. There's more, <laughs> probably more than meets the eye. Who knows, that. he might be trying to get her to leave the nest. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and it, you know, she's going too soon. Yeah. So um, that's how life works. So, wow. Ouch, 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 ouch. But here's the thing. What's interesting is that the biggest problem that most people have with their money mm-hmm. and the biggest asset that other people have with their money is your relationships. Yes. Your family. Your immediate family, husband, wife. Your little children, your grown children, 
uh, your idiot aunt. I mean, whatever it is, these things <laughs> intersect your pathway and mess with the math of wealth building. And the more you, the more, what the better you navigate this, the better chance you got of winning. So you, navigating relationships is part of wealth building. This is the Ramsey Show. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. You jump in. We'll talk about your life and your money. Jared is with us in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Hi, Jared. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, guys. Hey. I have a question regarding cost of living raises compared to inflation. I personally enjoy giving my customers the cheapest service available, yet to keep up with inflation, we have to give raises. How do those two things mesh together, and is there anything we can do to battle the inflation as a business owner? No, not, uh, you know, your job is not the macro economy. Your job is to run your business. And that means take care of your family and the families that you pay. Um, that's your job. Um, the macro economy discussion is that, um, when things go up, when, when the cost of a loaf of bread, the cost of a service, the cost of a, uh, a pack of hot dogs, whatever it is you want to call it, a gallon of gas. When, when the cost of that goes up, one of the reasons the cost of the item has gone up to the consumer when you raise your prices in business is because their cost of goods has gone up. If their cost of goods are, you know, for instance, if I make a, uh, if we print a book, uh, a, a total money makeover, a baby steps millionaire's book, well, the cost of paper has gone up 30% in the last 24 months. All right. And so that's going to be built into my pricing on the next book that we put out. Agreed. If the, uh, if the cost of that book includes a, uh, a dock worker to do the shipping and a truck driver to deliver it. And both of those people get paid more by me to bring me that book. Then now the cost of that book has gone up again. The paper cost went up and the labor cost associated with delivering that went up. And so anytime you pay people more inside your business, you have to absorb that in price changes. Mm. 
And so price increases are always, not always, but they, they, they have, you have to do a price increase to stay open. Otherwise, you're not profitable to cover your actual cost of goods and cost of labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you don't have co- any margin, you're yeah. out of business. And when the cost of labor goes up due to cost of living raises or any other raises, uh, just a shortage of uh, workers. Uh, an example of that is, um, you know, we told when America got Fauci'd, we told all of the service industry, all the waiters and the people that make your beds at the hotel and uh, the people in the service world that they weren't essential. And we sent them home, told them they couldn't work. If you're a restaurant worker, you're not allowed to work. And in some places, we did that for a month. Other places, we did it for a year. When you tell people they're not essential and then you want them to come back, they remember how you pissed on them last time. And so guess what? You want to hire somebody in the service world today? Pre-COVID, you might have done that for $10. Now you might be looking at $25 because there's a shortage of workers in those industries Mm -hmm. still to this day. Yeah post-COVID. And so, uh, you know, the economic implications of COVID are still shaking out. You cre- it created a labor disruption and a labor price change. Uh, and we've seen it in other areas uh, of labor as well. Our cost of what we pay someone to work here at Ramsey has changed in some of the areas pretty dramatically. And some of the, we do comp studies to see where they're charging. So yeah, then that means that if I'm going to, uh, be profitable. I have to raise a price somewhere, yeah. and so that person that buys that pays more, and that's called inflation. Yeah, you don't, and you don't have to feel guilty about it. It's just part of no part of it. I, but I mean, it, it, what 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 he's pointing out, and I think it's good for people to hear out there is when you're walking around with a little picket in your hand and you're saying, "I demand fifteen dollars." I demand $22 where I was making 10 to work at McDonald's. Then the cost of McDonald's goes up Mm -hmm. to cover your idea of you being worth more. Then you don't get to bitch about paying more for stuff because you caused it. That's what I'm talking. That's what he's talking Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And so you can't go, I don't like the fact your fast food prices all went up. And yet you're walking around demanding that the cost of labor at a fast food place go almost freaking double. Yeah. And then, and, and then can't fit, you know, of course, you know, um, it's, it's all Big connected. Cost more. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's why that's how that's how it works because these businesses are not evil and greedy, but they also are not, not for profit. That's right. They have to make a profit to stay open. And Oh, by the way, even nonprofits are profitable. A nonprofit that isn't profitable closes. Out of business. It's out of business. It's gone. Nonprofit is not an not an actual dollar amount of they didn't make more than they spent. It's just an accounting entry and an IRS designation. But they actually, you know, your church has to take in more than it puts out, otherwise it closes. So nonprofits are profitable. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. And you know, and so if the cost of electricity at your church goes up 
then right. there you go. I mean, you're going to, you're, you're going to, if the cost of staffing at your church goes up because you're competing in the marketplace for that creative position at the church, mm-hmm. that music director at the church, you're, you're competing with the marketplace, then that, you know, it costs more to operate that organization. And mm-hmm. some organizations haven't survived that. That's right. So That's yeah, discussion. inflation includes cost of labor. And when you've had a labor disrupt, disruption, like the quarantines created, uh, we haven't seen we've seen most of the end of it, but we haven't seen the complete end of it yet. Um, it will calm down and smooth out eventually. But even a little three percent, five percent cost of living raise then gets built into the thing. And you can't really in business. I can't stand against that and go, well, I just refuse to raise my prices. Well, you refuse to stay in business. You know, <laughs> right. that's just kind of dumb. So, so the next book you buy from us, get ready. The price is going to be more. Because hello, <laughs> you know those ten dollars sales we run. They're Not about, to be twelve fifty. They're, they're about done. I'm just saying, <laughs> we, you're, we're about done with a ten dollars sale because it's ten dollars sales about backward. It's about upside down now, and I'm about done with it. So, mm-hmm. uh, that was helpful for a while, but been doing them for <laughs> been doing them for ten years, and you know it's cost cost of, paper, cost of paper kick kick my butt and so i'm gonna pass on the butt kicking all right that's how this works that's how that's how it works y'all i mean it's just this is how it is so if you think it's otherwise then you're being naive so but it's interesting to me that we teach so little civics and so little economics today that people can't make a basic connection they don't between, know it's connected Dave. i demand to be paid more but then on the other hand i'm gonna bitch about inflation yeah no i don't when think you freaking realize. caused it the, you're the essence of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I can't believe the cost of bread. Well, it cost about <laughs> twice the labor to put the bread on the shelf now That's right. that it did. So, I mean, almost double. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And you can't even get the help. Can't mm-hmm. get people to show up because they're sitting at home in their mother's basement playing Nintendo. It's nuts. So, you know, we don't have that problem at Ramsey because we're not dealing with that level of labor. We're mm-hmm. dealing with a high class, you know, generally here. So, we got a whole different whole different set of uh, uh, things that, that we deal with that are wonderful by and large. But, yeah, it's a, it's a great discussion, Jared. And, you know, the problem was you pulled the string on the monkey, so you got you got the soapbox. <laughs> you got the soapbox response because I can go on up for days about this. But it is interesting how ignorant, yeah. you know, some of this wealthy quality stuff is and all this stuff. It just They're ignorant of the connection, the unintended consequences of their little shallow ideas. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and where they're going. So I'm, I'm glad that he pulled the string. Yeah. Well, you just every so often I have to get it out of my system. <laughs> yeah. uh, we will look back in time and say, Fauci. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> this is the Ramsey Show. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Jordan and Kayla are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Good. Hi. How are you? Better than I deserve. Welcome. Where do y'all live? Mount Vernon, Ohio. Fine. Welcome to Nashville. Thank you. And how much debt have you two paid off? Together, since we got married, about 80000 mm-hmm. Uh Total about one hundred and seven thousand. Okay, so st- one of you started, or both of you started before marriage. She you started did. before uh-huh. me. Good. And how long did the eighty thousand take? How long have you been married? About eighteen months. Eighteen months. Good for you. And how long before that were you working on it? I started in twenty twenty, toward the beginning of twenty twenty. So three years. Three years total. Yes, okay. for me. All yeah. Right. Good. And uh, 
your range of income, uh, let's just say since you've been married, what did you start at 18 months ago and what are you now? I believe it was around 80000 and now it's around one ten. Excellent. Good. good for you two. What do you two do for a living? Jordan? Oh, I'm uh, <laughs> maintenance at the Columbus Zoo. Okay, great. Cool. What about you? Um, so I started this journey as a reporter and I got out of that toxic industry and I now work, <laughs> <laughs> I now work for myself um, doing video marketing. So uh-huh. I get to share positive stories for businesses now instead of all the negative crap that you hear on the news. Very so. cool. Yeah. 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 It is a hard business. It's a steady diet Especially of garbage. Especially 2020, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. And then I started listening to you. I was like, oh, he has so many good valid points. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just hard. Just really hard. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Good to have you guys. I'm proud of you. Thank okay, you. so before you get married, you're working on this stuff, and so Jordan, y'all are dating, and Kayla goes, "Hey, we got to have the talk." <laughs> yes, uh, that, did that happen really? Uh, kind of. So <laughs> okay, all right. I'm just making this up. I didn't know. So okay. originally, it was kind of like the Jesus talk first. Was like, "Hey, do you, <laughs> I got that you out know, of the way first. Do you, you, know, you know, are you a Christian? Do you believe in God?" And I said, "Yes." And then okay. she said, "Well, what do you think about this book?" I was like, well, I don't know yet. So she gave it to me, and I read it, and I was like, guy on the cover ain't much. Yeah. I was like, well, it makes, <laughs> well, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I'm on board. Just like I, that. I yeah, was it, it was easy. I mean, I read it, and just what my grandparents did. It's kind of common sense. How's it, this guy making a living? Absolutely. And I said, yeah. let's go. All right. <laughs> yeah. I was out door dashing after I got off the news. And he was like, "What are you? Why are you out delivering food?" And I was like, "Well, there's this plan that I'm on." And then talked about the book, and he just—he's like, "Yeah, this makes sense." There was no—I didn't have to convince him or anything. Thankfully, um, I just came with like what 100 grand of debt. And yeah, I mean, for if, it. if you're not dumb, you—you you read the book and you're just like, "Yeah, it makes sense." So Jordan, you didn't have prior debt, but only Kayla did. I had a little bit. I had a car payment. Yes. Okay, so you got after yours before the marriage. Yeah. And uh, and paid that off as well. Uh, when we started talking. So we started talking first, you know, and we right. started dating. And then she gave me the book and she's like, well, okay. You know, there's there a package deal. Yeah. There wasn't yeah. that much left on my car payment. I just, I had it, I had it saved already. And I just, wasn't oh, you pay- just wrote a check. Said, okay, I'm paying yeah, it off. Yeah. All right, I'm paying so it off. There so that you day, go. That and then I was clear, free and clear. Yeah. And then we started. God, with, if it was just that easy for everyone. <laughs> I know, right? I yeah. love that. Yeah. You got old DoorDash over here, and Jordan strokes a check. Yeah. 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 So there we good go. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Must be good to be you. Yeah. All right. Very cool, guys. Very cool. So you found him, and he starts acting like that, and you go, I think this one's a keeper. Oh, yeah. I knew right away when when he just was able to – he was teachable. Like, he, he humbled himself, and he was like – he got the book on his own. I didn't tell him to go get it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, this makes total sense. And it just, we really haven't had any fights about money. Really? Other than we take our frustrations out on each other through the oh, plan. Yeah, but no actual fights. We were in agreement, thankfully. Well, what's been the hardest part? I mean, obviously you read the book. It makes sense, but that doesn't make it easy, right? Just because, just because it makes sense. So what was the hard part for you? None of it was easy. Um, we lived in a camper for two years. Whoa! Yeah. That was that. Wow. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it nice on my screen. Of it. it was it was run down. Um, yeah. So we lived in that for two years. That was hard. Uh, wow. Constant working, making more than we'd ever made, but not you know immediately it goes out to our right. debt. Yeah. Was wow. it now that you're completely truck. free? How does wow. it feel? I, the words can't. I can't put into words how it feels. Um, like our whole future has changed. I've changed just every single area of my life. 
we're bringing a child into the world without debt. Mm. <laughs> That's not how I grew up at all. So yeah. come on, love that. It's a complete change your family tree. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, there you go, you guys. Your baby's not going to even know what nope. debt is until you teach them, and you can teach them from a space of not having debt, yeah. as opposed to being smack dab in the middle of it. Yes. yes. I went through, uh, well, my family went through bankruptcy as well when I was a mm. child, just, you know, losing our home, divorce, mm. a lot of, you know, not so great things. You don't have to have that. I don't have to have that life now. It stops. That's it right. ends with me. So. That's right. Woo! Yes. I'm so Come proud on. of you. Thank you. Way to go, guys. Very, very cool. Who was cheering you on as you were doing this? My wife. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, other, other so, than the uh, two of you, you're living in a camper. Somebody had to be hating on you. Uh, <laughs> Me? Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, outside friends outside. are going. What are you people oh, yeah. doing? For the most part, yes. Like my Y'all friends, and, you know, family, they're kind of like, "What are you doing?" I mean, my family, they kind of understood it. I would say for the most part. Um, Still thought we were. Crazy, I don't think they probably. thought that we were going to be able to do it as long as we did. And like I said, a little over two years living mm-hmm. in a camper. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Yeah, uh, friends, it was just kind of like. Not a whole lot of questions asked, I guess. They just kind of were like, all right, well, you're going to do what you're going to do. Good friends mind yeah. their own business, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we didn't have any conversations like that with my friends. They were just kind of like, well, well you're just doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably didn't really understand. That's Jordan. There yeah. you go. They, right. didn't a- they didn't ask. I didn't, you know, I didn't tell them why. I, I love it. You know. I love it. Wow. How's it feel to be completely free? It's a huge weight off your shoulders. Yeah. Huge. And so I don't need to ask if it's worth it. Is worth it. Hundred percent. Yes. Way to go, guys. Do it. <laughs> what do you tell people? The main key to getting out of debt is. I had several. Um, definitely a tithe. Follow God's word, and you will be blessed through this process. Don't mm-hmm. skip out on the tithe. Make that first first priority. Amen. Um, humble yourself. If you don't know what you're doing, admit it and mm-hmm. learn a different way. Mm-hmm. Don't be a victim. Um, I don't care what you've been through in life. You can pull yourself up. You can make a change for mm-hmm. yourself. It's not the government's responsibility to pay off your debt. Woo! It's not anyone else's responsibility. You sign the papers. You pay it off yourself. Um, and don't care what other people think. Come on, We Kayla. probably have one of the crappiest cars out there. It's cracks in the windshield. You just got to stop caring. Uh, stop trying to impress people with material mm-hmm. things. It's, uh, as soon as you do that, you're about to ready to build some wealth. Yeah. Because uh, most people that care what other people think never get there. That's well right. done. Well done, you so two. Good. Thank so good. Very Thank you. proud of you. Hey, we've got the Live and Give box for you. It's the Baby Steps Millionaire's book, which is where you're on the way to for sure. Uh, the Total Money Makeover book, which started this whole discussion with you two. And uh, the Financial Peace University membership. If you hadn't been through, go ahead and go through it. If you have and you want to give any of that away, give it all away. Use it yourself. It's the Live and Give box. We're, we're proud of you guys. Thank sure you. Thank well you done, so heroes. That little baby, man, got some great parents. Very right. cool stuff. Jordan and Kayla, Mount Vernon, Ohio. 107000 paid off. 80 in the last 18 months since they've been married. Did, make it, did that making 80 to 110. Count it down. Down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, two one. one. We're, We're debt-free. Debt-free. Yeah. <laughs> I so love it. So good. I love it. There is nothing like uh, a baby on the way or the birth of a baby to give you unbelievable motivation okay. to get your crap together. Yeah. I mean, and just the emotion that she had is valid, mm-hmm. completely valid. Going, this baby, as for me and my Come house, on. That's as what for I'm me about. and my house, we're not going to be 
normal. Yeah, it stops here. It stops here. It doesn't matter where you come from. All that matters is where you're going to, Condoleezza Rice says. And uh, she came from some interesting circumstances on to being one of the more impressive women in the world today. Mm. So Condi knows her stuff. Doesn't matter where you're coming from. All that matters is where you're going to. We've all come from some stuff. Where are you going to? That's the next question. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Melanie is in Seattle. Hi, Melanie. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you so much for taking my call, Dave and Jade. I'm so excited to be talking to you both. You too. What's up? So I'm wondering if this is the right time to upgrade my hoop D that I love so much, actually. I'm in baby step 3B. Well, my husband and I were both in baby step 3B, currently saving up for a house. Um, and I'm just wondering if I should take a little bit of that time to um, get a upgraded car. Um, I learned about you in 2019. I actually had the flashy Mercedes, and then I went and I was like, nope, cannot do this payment anymore. And I paid it off as fast as I can to get rid of that lease. And in the meantime, I was able to cash flow my first uh, CRV, um, and I actually paid cash for it. And so it's a little older. I do love it. I enjoy it, but I'm wondering if this is the right time to upgrade What's it to worth? a better one. What's it worth? It's worth six thousand dollars. What are you? What's your household income? One hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. Okay. A year. Um, and how much would you spend to upgrade it? I would spend about fifteen thousand dollars. So move to a twenty-one thousand dollar car. Uh, twenty thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-one. Yeah. And um. How much do you have saved for your house? $50,000. Okay. That, so this slows down, it slows you down by 15,000 bucks, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I think we can recoup the money in like about six to seven months. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just to clarify that 50,000, that is totally home money. There's no, there's none of your other savings locked into that. Correct. That's correct. That's okay. just home money. Melanie, you've done a really good job you're out of debt you have an emergency fund you have fifty thousand saved for a down payment on a house you make over a hundred thousand dollars a year i think you are more than capable of making this decision i think it's a little bit emotional for me because of seeing what i went through with that like lease and i'm so happy that i found you and so i just never never again will you accidentally do a car deal you will always be intentional for the rest of your life exactly one thousand percent that's good i'm intentional with my car deals and um you know I, i and i don't even have to be now but i am i'm you know okay this is you're you're charging me what you know, no, I don't think so. Yeah, you know, and so you know, it's that that kind of a thing. And this will be the first. This will probably be your most expensive cash purchase, right? Since all That's this exactly crap. That's exactly calls in. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So that it, that feels different. I mean, when you're mm-hmm. used to going in a place and financing, it's a different feeling. It's a good feeling, but it is also like, oh my goodness, I'm about to put twenty one thousand dollars of cash on the you know on the table here. Yeah, it, it does. It definitely feels different. But let me tell you. When you get in that car, and I mean, you did it with your CRV, just not to the tune of 21000 But when you drive that thing home, you're going to feel so good. Yeah. 
I, my, my point earlier is, is that you've done such a good job. I want you to have confidence in you because you are valid. Your decision-making process, your critical thinking skills on this money stuff is really solid. So you're not going – everything you've given me tells me you're not going to make a bad decision. So I'm okay if you drive the hoopty a while, and I'm okay if you move up, <laughs> and I'm okay if you move up a little bit but not as much as you were thinking. I'm okay with any of those three ideas and because I'm okay with Melanie, and I think you're going to do really well. I think you're going to make a good decision. Don't you? I definitely do. I, I'm so proud of her. So many people, Dave, that's, that's the mental block that a lot of people struggle with is, wait a second – buying a car in cash, I, they, they'll, they'll go with you on the idea of paying off your existing car. They'll walk with us on that. But then this idea of I can actually then save to upgrade and buy something outright in cash, that is a whole different mind shift that yeah. takes place. Yeah, my oldest child, Denise, when I was teaching her to ride a bicycle, she just trusted me. She said, if that's it, I can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Rachel, however, questions everything. <laughs> and so sometimes when we tell people they can pay cash for a car, it's like Rachel looked at me when I said, I'm going to let go of the seat. Mm-hmm. You're going to balance. And she's like, say you. Right. You say what? You know. Dave. Because she had never done it. Yeah. And then once she did it, it wasn't a thing. But until she had done it, there wasn't anybody else talking it that's that was right. going to trust it. Look, full disclosure, when I first read Total Money Makeover, I'm like, okay, like, Dave, I, I'm, I'm on board with this. The two things that I was like, I don't know, Dave, was the car and cash, mm-hmm. and then your your credit score will drop to zero when you've paid off all your debt, and you'll be able to get and a you home. you have a minor heart attack thinking about Whew. that, which tells us that we think that we're, are, we're worshiping at the altar of the great fight. Yeah. Yeah, who's your provider? But you just got to walk it through, and then you see, you start to go, oh, n- he was right. There it is. Ed's in Spokane, Washington. Hi, Ed. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Better than we deserve. What's up? Thanks for, thanks for my call. My family's a huge fan of the YouTube show. It's our dinner show of choice. Wow. Thank nice. you for putting it out there. Dave yeah. and Jade so, for dinner. What's for dinner, Ed? <laughs> dinner theater. <laughs> Barbecue. All right. So my question for you is actually about my mother-in-law. She's 85 years old, and uh, she's had some medical setbacks this year, and basically... The family and her have decided to basically sell her property and move her into a senior living area. The concern is she makes 2100 in Social Security, but the apartment is $2,600, and that's like the minimum cost, right? So obviously, mm-hmm. if more care is needed in the future, there will have the, to be... What's the property um, selling for? She should net a little over 300000 Okay. And um, so the question is... With the interest rates where they are, is a CD ladder a good place to put the money so to help her cash flow? You know, that's her nest egg. The three hundred thousand is her nest egg. She has very little. It is a tiny IRA and a tiny bit in savings, yeah. like ten thousand. I need her to probably do better than that. Um, you know, because I, I, you know, she she only needs six thousand dollars a year off of this, and she's eighty two. Mm-hmm. So the chances are, even if she got zero interest. The chances of her burning all the way through it before she dies is almost zero. Right. 500 bucks a month is a negative right now, right? Correct. Yeah, 200. Now, she likes to give to charities as well, and that's yeah. kind of the family. Uh, right now, concern. she's the charity. Um, I've tried to tell her that. First charity is Meemaw. Yeah. Okay. And once Meemaw is taken care of, only the strong can help the weak. Understood. I didn't let my toddler carry my newborn. So you got to have the strength right. to carry people. 
And right now she's got to make sure she takes care of her. That's her first responsibility. Take care of your own household first. So yeah, I'm, as long as we get all that straight, you can invest it however you want. I would sit down with a good, with her, is her mind good and clear? For the most part, yes. Okay. I, I would sit down with a good smart investor pro and talk to them about a fee. Uh, you know, if you want to do some high interest savings as part of it, I would probably end up investing some of it because here's the thing. If you could make, um, 8% on it, that's $2,000 a month and it lasts forever. That's not touching the principal. Right. Okay. That's what I'm looking at. And you know, it, it, but if you make, if you make nothing on it, I mean, divide 6,000 into 300,000. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. It's longer than she lives. Right. So you're not going to mess this up unless you go put it in crypto or something, right? I mean, which you're not going to do. You're not stupid. Okay. So, so the other concern is, you know, she didn't have Medicare gap insurance. And so with these setbacks this year, she's had to pay a lot out of pocket. So um, that's kind of our concern. Is yeah. That any that's kind of mine. I'm kind of thinking an extra 2000 on top of her 2100 gives us 4100 uh, And, you know, we've got a little cushion here to do some other stuff with, have a little bit of a life in addition to paying the bills. Okay. And, you know, you're probably going to have to pick up some medical stuff here or there. You're probably going to pick up some personal care and comfort, creature comforts and stuff as we go along. Um, but, I mean, statistically, I think we can all agree an 82-year-old that lives to 92 would be a long time. That's right. And I think if you look at the actuarial tables, that's what you'll see. I know we're talking about your wife's mother or grandmother. I don't want to be mean. But, I mean, so 10 into 300 is 30 a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're, you're okay. It, you just need to be careful. You don't have to be super aggressive and you don't have to be super lame this is the ramsey show dave here you can find all of our shows with the ramsey network app on your smartphone it's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes download the ramsey network app in your favorite app store today.